Radio Free Tote Bag, live from a country with slightly better prospects than before. I'm Donovan. I'm Arthur. Man. Yeah, that was, was kind of cool. Trump lost. Yeah. We like that. We do like that. Uh, the Biden campaign in the in the final weeks was hitting me up, and they're like, Arthur, are you going to vote? And are you going to vote for Joe Biden? And I would just tell him, you know, neoliberal uh, uh, capitalism is somewhat better than fascism. So, yes, I will vote for for Joseph Robinette Biden. Right. And there and there is some of the celebrating the fact that big wet Trump is sad. Oh, yeah. Because I was seeing people just being like, you got to stay dour. Things are bad and they are. But I was just kind of like, you got to take a W occasionally just to get a reprieve from like the crushing weight of life. Appreciate that this big bastard is sad as hell and throwing a <laughs> tantrum about it. Love it. Uh, but I, I think we left the last episode right before that. Both of us were having a little bit of anxiety. Yep. So I mean, I still do. But we did then, too. And uh, God willing, we'll have some improvement in things. But where we know there will be extra improvement in things is our ability to answer relationship questions today, because we have uh, sex educator Ashante Herring with us. How's it going, Ashante? Hey, it's going, it's going. Like y'all said, slightly less terrible than last week is the best news we can get. It's like if your apartment, the heat was out and it's 50 degrees and you rubbed your hands together for like an hour and it ticked up <laughs> one degree. It. Exactly. <laughs> it's pretty similar. But if you're going to be like, do you want the 50 or the 51? Like, I guess I'll take the 51. Yep. 51. We're, got some we're still in our cold ass on. apartment, warming our feet with the power bricks from <laughs> exactly. our laptops. <laughs> That's Ooh, a that good move, too. Put that on your lap. There you go. I'm glad that both y'all are familiar with that because I do that sometimes and I've never thought to like ask if other people do, but like put it down there with your feet in the blanket. It's delightful. Yeah. Well, Ashante, do you want to kind of introduce yourself to the listeners and just give a little background and uh, on what you do? Yeah, for sure. I am Ashante, she, her, hers, uh, down in beautiful, sunny Las Vegas And I am a sex educator over at the LGBTQ Center in town. And what I do, I work with kids from all over the city and just teach them uh, the supplemental learning that we unfortunately did not get in school or in most schools because uh, our country is very Puritan. (laughs) I provide that extra support for kids who are able to get to us. That's excellent. And especially for a population like that, that's, that's more vulnerable, you know, to, to a lot of these things. Uh, glad that there's, you know, something filling that void that just for whatever reason, it's just impossible to teach in school. This thing that like the fact that the kids are there happened because of that thing, like (laughs) just, just give just a little bit. It's just teach about condoms and stuff. It's not an endorsement. You don't have to fuck if you don't want to. Random old puritanical people. The kids are but help other people do it safely. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> that thing that happened. Yeah. Well, what's what's some of the work you've done there you've, that you've been excited about, or has there been anything in particular going on recently with um, the the protests and the in the elections? Yeah. So some of the work we've done, um, we have some members who have been really excited about getting involved and have like come. We've had mask making. Or not mass making. We have had um, sign making days at the center, and then the the kids go on like lead protests. Um, we have actually we have had mask making where they like decorate their mask and make a statement. Kids are out here putting their 
like respect my pronouns or putting the flag that best aligns with their identity, like on their mask to sort of raise awareness and do their own silent protests in a way using that um, visual cue. And truly, we've just been providing as much of a sense of community as possible, given like the restrictions in our city and just the precautions that folks are taking. But it's been a lot of fun. And of course, teaching our sex ed, which we are now converting to an online format so that we can still get that information out for kids who aren't able to make it. Excellent. And especially right now, but I, I, I imagine in the future too, even having that as, as an option for folks, I, I think for some people, I'm one of these people sometimes doing stuff in person can be a little anxiety inducing, mm-hmm. but you go on a call, there's a little bit more distance to it, but you can get the information. Uh, I could see that even, even helping out some people in, in uh, regular times, but uh, oh, again, <laughs> that's the, times. Uh, what are those? <laughs> that's yeah. tr- less, less abnormal. Is that, I never know how to phrase it because it's like, it's not, it's not the planet. It's this country. I think people are pretty cool in general, but historically power structures, not so much. I thought uh, COVID was supposed to be over when the election was over. You ever hear that line? I want my money back. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) I was tricked into voting to end COVID and now here I am looking like a fool. (laughs) (laughs) What? Like if there was if there was a election to continue COVID or to end COVID, I'm pretty sure it would still be close in this country. <laughs> no, keep it going. We love it. We love it. That's unfortunate, though, with the vaccine research. I think it was something like a million ballots to make one vaccine. They would grind it into kind of a pulp and push out the moisture. And uh, it's unfortunate the voting turnout wasn't enough to produce enough ballot vaccines for the whole country. Oh, damn it. We were all tricked. Foiled again. The papers, they do nothing. Well, good, good times. Um, well, Shanti, thanks, thanks for being with us, and uh, especially appreciate it. Like I said, with with having some of these questions, we're we're pretty open in here. Arthur and I are not professionals. We just think we give moderately pretty pretty good advice. I'd say. Yeah, we've been around uh, the block. We know what to you know. Been we know what's the up. Block. Stood on the corner a couple of times. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, we've we've sat in on classes, so to speak. Gotcha. I've put 200 hours in Skype calls. I'm getting my degree in the mail very, very soon. Um, <laughs> but no, we, we have been, uh, we had Robin Manning on a couple weeks ago. I've I've kind of been asking around folks working in sex ed uh, or kind of similar fields to be coming on. Because um, again, you, you've got some expertise on these things and, and we can always use that. Awesome. I mean, I'm happy to be here. It's an exciting opportunity. I'm glad. Um, before we go into helping other folks with their questions, though, we got to ask you our traditional show guest question, uh, which is what is the most embarrassing dating or relationship experience you've had? All right. So I'll say like a couple of years ago, one of the most embarrassing I've had so many, I am a very awkward person. (laughs) So it's just like one embarrassing situation after another. Uh, but this one time I was, um, just out of a relationship. So there's that whole pressure, internal pressure on myself to be like, I'm out here. I can do the damn thing. 
And I had started dating this uh, young woman and things were going great. But one day, like following, she like came over, made pancakes, did the whole thing. It was really sweet. And then my dog, I have a lovely pit bull who gets very excited. Um, yeah. He, yeah, yeah, you've, you've met him. <laughs> <laughs> so he got a little too excited as she was leaving and I'm trying to hold him back. And not that he was going to attack her, but just like trying to jump up and give her kisses. So mm. I'm trying to pull him back and um, he ends up like lunging up and knocking her over. And uh, she had already been apprehensive about large dogs. So that was on me. <laughs> but uh, she had fallen over into like this giant puddle. And- oh, no. <laughs> Um, because the irrigation, I guess, I don't know, had flooded the area. So she's like in this puddle. Then he jumps on top of her and is just like licking her down. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Ugh. So long story short, she never talks to me again. But there was another situation <laughs> where I was at a baseball game and uh, there was this girl that I was like, oh, I love your shoes. Blah, blah, blah. Like ridiculous conversation. And she starts hitting on me and out walks that girl that fell into the puddle, the woman who fell in. (laughs) And then she's like, are you kidding me? (laughs) And it was just, uh, just really embarrassing because I felt so bad having her fall into the puddle with the big dog that she was already hating. And then rightfully so she ghosted me. And then for her to like see me out again and have the person she was with, hit on me was like oh just not a great situation for <laughs> both of us <laughs> stuff like that is always it's it's just in the back of my mind always funny too because the dog is just ex- they're so excited yeah and they just really want to meet this new person so hard that they you know inadvertently knock them into a bunch of water which is simultaneously yeah. like on a date i'm sure like oh my god but also it, it is kind of funny. It ugh, it was funny. I mean, and I had already gotten the pancakes out of the date, so I mean, there you go. Uh, yeah, That's right. All Look you on needed. the bright side. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what's uh, the, what's the pupper's name? Sosa. Oh yeah. Sosa for uh, Chief Keef song, bitches love Sosa. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I love that you do that. Normally, when people ask me, like especially older people, I'll be like, you know, Sammy Sosa, because it's right. just. Not a conversation I want to <laughs> there have. Were, there was a baseball connection to this whole story with, with <gasps> oh Sosa as well. There you go. <laughs> Stranger Things theme kicks in. Oh, I've I've got that downloaded, baby. Don't don't tempt me. <laughs> oh, come on. Let's make it happen. Beautiful, beautiful sound effect for uh, for this complete circle that uh, was formed connects. by the chain of events. <laughs> No, it's it, it, it but I, I I can confirm Sosa is is a pretty pretty big pup. He is. And I can definitely see how lunging towards you especially if you're afraid of dogs, tongue hanging out, it's like, "Oh god." Everything's look, it's all over. It's all over. He did look like he was ready to feast, so. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe you know he saw the future and down the line he was like that relationship is not really going to work the- out. <laughs> saving me yeah. the hassle he was like you know what? it's not gonna work out she can't get with me she can't get with you that's, that's how it is 
this is this just this is just what I've seen. My visions are true. Give me a couple treats. Thank you. Yeah, that rhyme too. That's wow. <laughs> well, Shanti, thanks for thanks for sharing the story. That is uh that is an extremely good example of uh of an awkward date moment. And uh a lot of people have those, including some of these people that we're going to be answering questions about. And with that in mind, are y'all ready to answer some of these questions? Yeah. Cool. Here's the first one. Older woman I slept with kept grabbing my ass during sex. As the title says, she would constantly grab my ass whilst we were having sex, sort of pulling me in even more, question mark. I don't know why, but it made me come super hard. Is there any explanation to this? And I was posted by Mr. A326. Wow. Any explanation for enjoying an ass grab? <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> what are these feelings? You know, right? Like, I don't understand the conflict. <laughs> I th- so I'm thinking about how you have to be in a somewhat aggressive posture like you know what i mean you have to be up and involved you're not being a pillow queen if you're able to reach back and grab the ass okay okay mm-hmm. so i'm thinking maybe it had to do with the intensity of her engagement with the act i mean he said older this person said older woman so maybe she knows what she wants sounds like exactly it. she's taking exactly. it <laughs> <laughs> she better go get it that's true it could be it could be she's got you know, her, her interest is in being the more dominant partner. It could be that kind of thing. She's just giving you the, the ass grab, and maybe you're not used to that, so you're like, what is what is this? Uh, but yeah, and like you said, Ashante, you know, if she's if she's older than you here, it, it could possibly be she just has some more experience. She's into this. Maybe you got a cute butt. I don't know. I was about to say, maybe homie has a cute little tush, and she just had to take it. <laughs> grab a little piece, you know? <laughs> But I mean, uh, that's that's why, and you know, it, maybe you're into the submissive side of things. And I think societally, like folks who identify as male, uh, tend to be a little discouraged from that. Mm-hmm. But that's dumb. It's it can yeah. be a great time, and if you're into that, there's nothing wrong with being into that. And that's you might have just discovered something new, and that's always exciting. Uh, Reddit that, user yeah. Ken Vice says. In big, bold letters. I don't know how you'd like format that in a Reddit post, but it just says <laughs> intimacy. <laughs> that seems like something like a, that's like a dad text where you say something that just send back <laughs> one word. And you're like, that. what are we having for dinner? Meat. meat. <laughs> mm. Type thing. What kind of meat, Perhaps Bruce? Ken Weiss. What kind of meat, Bruce? It's thin sliced. Thin sliced. <laughs> oh, wow. Good job. A real, a real tale from from my own father there, uh, but the fact they were able to make the word bigger that speaks to some like computer know how. Maybe this is a hacker boomer <laughs> doing these one word responses. I want to know how much older. Text. I want to know how much older this woman was. That's a really, yeah, that's a good point. And just more more context of like how have dates been? Have they talked about this stuff at all? Like did this fully come out of nowhere? Um. Because you know they seem they seem pretty surprised by this, but again they're they're into it. It just seems like they're possibly vaguely ashamed of being into it. Ooh, that's uh, a good uh, possibly yeah. 
But I definitely think that this person should just embrace it, enjoy it, and, you know, try it. Give it a shot. It's a reason it's a thing. It's a great time. I don't know how to put this on a want, will, won't list, though. You know what I mean? I want you to butt grab me. Yeah. (laughs) You say it just like that. Yeah. (laughs) But do the the voice. I want it. (laughs) I want want you to butt grab me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. And Ashanta has got the the powerful voice, uh, the ability as well. This is is scary. (laughs) You're unnumbered. (laughs) (laughs) What will you do? Oh, no! <laughs> uh, I also want to point out that this uh, post has been upvoted 69%. Nice. Hey, cool. Hey. I got 74%, though, you filthy liar. But it's got 7... That was 74%. Well, actually... Oh, and now it's back down to 64. Do this guy's... Damn. Oh. Controversial. <laughs> but grabbing is controversial? Evidently, people with these, uh, these fluctuating upvotes... Everybody in the comments is, is effectively saying the, the, like, the similar yeah. thing, though. It's just like, if you're into it, go for it. And that's really all you can do here. And that, that shouldn't be something... I mean, that can be anxiety-inducing sometimes if it's different from like the normal stuff you do. Mm-hmm. But that's also exciting. And I, I also encourage you to just embrace it and see, hey, maybe you're into... If you're feeling like it's the submissive aspect of it, and maybe there's some other stuff you'd like out there. And that's always fun. There it is. Or maybe, I mean, how long are her nails? <laughs> Rest of the, <laughs> some nail digging. Maybe, maybe that's throwing throwing him off, though. Like, uh oh, there's some nail prints. Maybe this older one was the Hulk, and she just had big, strong hands, <laughs> big green hands. And he's like, oh shit! Just grabbing both cheeks at once, kind of thing. That's a that's a scary image. Old woman with whole cans. Okay, we we solved this person's uh, dilemma with perfect form. Nailed and, we, it. and now we're gonna stick the landing into this next question. Hell yeah, we are. Hey hey guys, do you think face fucking is really as appreciated as much as it should be? Ooh ooh. I uh yeah. So I I often get the sense that a lot of guys don't really understand or appreciate how much practice, skill, and determination it takes to get to a point where you can handle a guy, uh, handle letting a guy just take full control and face fuck you however he likes. For me, it took a bit before I was really at a place both physically and mentally where I could really handle it being done roughly. Even then, that doesn't change the fact that it's very uncomfortable and strenuous. I'm not trying to say I don't enjoy it, because I do like doing it, but still... Not being able to breathe, gagging, even throwing up are always factors. It's just the stuff that you eventually get used to and learn to deal with. I was just sort of pondering this and questioning, do guys really get, like, how challenging this is to do for a girl? I feel like they don't really see it as something that is impressive on the girl's part, like a skill. It's more often taken for granted, I think. I I feel that it's often falsely credited as, the guy does all the work in a Facebook. Who would think that under any circumstances? So never mind the fact that she's the one taking dick down her throat at your whim while she's literally choking on it. I feel like the world of porn has programmed people to denigrate the woman's efforts in this act as a given. Like, disregard any effort or skill required for her to do it. Gloss over the reality of just how uncomfortable the process can be for her. 
and focus on the spectacle of how dominant it makes the guy seem. Almost as if vanilla deep-throating is more appreciated and respected act than face-fucking, even though face-fucking is much more difficult in all aspects for her to do. Sorry if this comes off as ranty or anything, I don't mean it that way, just musing about how it seems to be underappreciated or or undercredited skill. In my experience, a lot of guys seem to take it for granted. They don't consider the experience from her perspective or have been programming programmed to gloss over it. I don't know. This is posted by user Faithlessness More 564, who has some strong opinions re face fucking. They do. And I, I like that this is uh this is being highlighted here. I feel Take like shine a light. Shine a light into the lack of appreciation, oftentimes with women, and also oftentimes I feel like it, it, it's with the submissive aspects of sex, mm-hmm. where people just kind of unappreciate it. But like, there's a real skill to that shit. You gotta like like uh, Op is saying here, you're not just kind of sitting there and letting them do their thing. You gotta be prepared. You gotta have like trained for this stuff. Yeah, and the, but there's no coverage of that because. Being kind of the submissive, like lower key side of what's going on, it, it, it kind of gets looked over, and that's not cool. I like this point. Yes, as the uh, the resident woman on this call, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I will definitely say that I wholly agree with the with that post, and I think it really shows that trend of like women's work, or if we want to go in that way, like or the receiver, if we're making it mm-hmm. gender neutral. Um, work being very uh sidelined and unappreciated and discredited and so i feel like this post or this person should uh make sure that before giving into face fucking you know sit on a face smash it yeah Yeah. first make sure that you get yours before (laughs) bringing on that that uh, arduous task that does it takes a lot of training gotta know where your tongue goes make sure that's true (laughs) work on that gag reflex it's hard uh i've been fucked in the face i have i've done that turn up uh don't don't love it personally i like to be when i have a a penis uh in and around my cranium i like to be in control (laughs) of said penis i don't like to just be flying around all nimbly bimbly (laughs) around in trying my to fucking angle this penis yeah i want to be in control of, of the penis but I, I i could see why people would like this i mean i enjoy the other end of it i don't like receiving a face fuck i like <laughs> i do enjoy topping in that but I, and i always felt like whenever i had a partner who was into that and liked doing that i would always try to do everything i could to make sure that my partner knew that the act was appreciated you know yeah you got i think you got to do something so how would you how would you suggest that this person like make sure that the the face fucker (laughs) knows that they need to make them feel appreciated what's the uh is there any i think protocol you suggest that's got to come down to a conversation i think i think that like so you're laying on the bed you got your head laid back over the bed and they're just they're just going to town. They're just beating up your larynx. And uh <laughs> you're just tears are streaming down your face and you're fucking tonsils you, on fire. Bu- your tonsils are on fire. You're about to fucking lose <laughs> that very expensive sushi dinner that, that you just went <laughs> Dutch on because you're nice, because you're good. 
Uh, Dutch and, and Ben also agree to Facebook. I know. Going. This is this is a, this Very is me. Who's this person? <laughs> <laughs> this, this is me. <laughs> and uh, you you hold you hold it down, and everything comes to fruition, and you like you got to say okay, all right. You're like if they don't immediately <laughs> like I feel like if they don't immediately snatch you up in their arms and like hold you like a little baby and go right. oh my Aftercare. god thank you so much that mm-hmm. was incredible you're you know you are an absolute fucking warrior uh in the bedroom i appreciate you and and thank you so very very much if they don't immediately do that you gotta go well you're welcome for the face fucking <laughs> did you enjoy my whole fucking like respiratory system being shocked by your fucking your mediocre wang was this was this enough for you <laughs> like i don't know maybe maybe it's a matter of of making it clear that it is difficult like it's like i think i'm gonna fuck your face that's <laughs> that's gonna be hard for me i'm gonna have a hard time taking it all the way to the fucking lungs that's right. difficult make it clear how difficult it is and Ashanti, you you had brought up aftercare, which I, is is definitely an essential part. Um, really, anything that's, I mean, this doesn't necessarily have to be a BDSM thing, but that's kind of the community. It's definitely like well well known too. in, but it should really apply to anything that's like a you know very intense and strenuous like this for folks in in the submissive position. You know, because it's not obviously they're into it. You know, there's there's a good kind of pain with these things, but it, you know, it's like going on a run or something. Like it hurts, but it's good. But afterwards, you don't just like sit on the couch. You gotta like shower and like eat something so you don't fall over. You know, and it's that's the equivalent. They're doing this this huge act for you. You gotta check in, make sure they're okay. You know, if they if they lost the sushi, go get them some more sushi. That kind of. Thing. <laughs> No, absolutely. Aftercare, like you said, Donovan, it is uh, very much linked to the the BDSM community, but it should be normalized throughout because uh, partners are putting in a lot of work and you have to recognize that effort and take care of them after. Mm-hmm. Provide that care and support and that sushi I think, dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I think if the receiver loses the sushi at any point, I think that the top has fucked up. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think anyone should because I shouldn't lose a meal. Yeah, it's emetophilia is the uh, paraphilia around vomit. Um, so there's I feel like people who have that characteristic to their, to their sexuality are specifically going for that. But if you don't have emetophilia, I think it should fall into the same realm as like scat and water sports, where just you don't touch it. You know what I mean? It shouldn't be. It shouldn't show up. Yeah, I I, I feel it. <laughs> and I guess because for again with like the good pain side of things if you don't have that particular fetish I don't think I've ever had a vomit where I was like I don't normally don't like vomiting but that one that one was pretty cool <laughs> normally it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty just unpleasant yeah I'm gonna go with um, jarring it's definitely <laughs> not something I want in the bedroom <laughs> or wherever right. I am in the moment yeah no. you gotta get some cleaning going you gotta run down to the sushi restaurant it's because that's gas exactly on the way because the car's the low. first thing I'm gonna want to do is eat some fucking mackerel sashimi after I fucking <laughs> threw up on somebody's cock. 
This thing won. <laughs> Goodness. Yeah. Um, we, we've also talked uh, a bit in, in other questions about just kind of like how, how that time after sex is a good time to just kind of lay there and talk about stuff that you liked or don't. You're kind of yes. in a vulnerable position. The topic's already there. Um, I, and I think this would be both of those things go hand in hand, the, the aftercare and that. Um, and it, it, again, it's important because, you know, maybe something like that comes up that they, your partner who's receiving there thought, felt like they were feeling sick. You want to have that space where they know they can tell you that so you can prevent, you know, anything they don't like in the future like that. Absolutely. And what signal? Yeah. That conversation, that signal to indicate, Hey, I can't talk right now, but here's my, my, uh, safe sign so that you can stop. Yeah. <laughs> There's got to be there's got to be a hand signal or something communicated like a thigh tap like a fucking mm-hmm. double like you know slow up or pull out you know just just something along those lines and um and then also if you know if you're not the the if you're the you listen as the person too like listen as to the person who's who's receiving here also in part cuz like can improve your game too you got to get your reviews there you know what I'm saying? You gotta make sure you get the five star yeah. rating on the face fucking. Otherwise, you might have to do a little improvement work. Right? Yeah, exactly. If the if the uh, receiver is doing all this work to get ready and prepare, then the giver <laughs> needs <laughs> the to gifter. be honing the gifter <laughs> needs to be honing their skill set as well. Right. You gotta you gotta be putting the effort in there too, and then uh, you know. Do, do the face sit. Do do something. If they've got something they're into that maybe, you know, would take a little more effort on their on, on your part and would really show like, hey, I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you. Here's something to show that. I, I think that could be good, too. Absolutely. That's true. Well, good times. I really liked that post. I haven't. I don't know if we've ever had uh, anything come up like that. You know, kind of not assigned to like a really specific fetish. And uh, so th- thanks for. Thanks for putting that out there. Faithlessness more five, six, four. <laughs> you the best. Well, second best. Cause first best is everyone who has ever sent a question to our question box. Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, Woo! Yes. Where you been? The question box. It's the part of the show where we've got a box and it's filled with questions. Where did they come from, you say? How did they get in this box? They came from you, potentially, if you're out there listening and you're like, I would like these folks to help me, you know, with my own face fucking technique or something. You can find the link to the question box at radiofreetotebag.podiant.co or in our Instagram bio uh, at radiofreetotebag. Don't have to make an account. It's anonymous, and we'll read it on the show, and we'll do our very best. And this week, we got one question here, and it goes like this. My partner, 25F, and I, 26M, have been together nine years. To be clear, we are sexually liberal feminist communists and running out of sexual things we're interested in, short of threesomes. And yes, hell yeah, we salute you. Recently... She asked me to let her use a fieldo to peg me. I do not like anything in my butt beyond a tongue, because that is soft. 
She was extremely into doing it, asked repeatedly for a few months, so I agreed. She laid down, and I sat on top for control while she stroked me. She orgasmed pretty much constantly for like 10 minutes while we did that. Probably top five for her from my perspective. I was neutral about the sensation, but really enjoyed that she seemed to love it so much. So since then, she has been acting sort of strange. It feels like she has less respect for me and thinks I'm less manly. I could go through examples, but this is getting very long. I find all kind of I find this all kind of shitty since I'm pretty confident it's not in my head. What do I do about this? Thanks, guys. Love the show. What do we got? I mean, my number one answer is always talk to the person. Yep. If communication feeling, is king. Yeah, communication. If you're feeling, or if this person's feeling, like their partner sees them as less man. And has like instances where they feel they can point that out, then it's like sit them down, talk about it. Definitely. But, I want and, I want specific examples about yeah, when exactly. you feel like she has treated you as less as less manly. Because there is nothing about having a thing in your butt that makes you less manly. Not a single thing. Uh, if you are really invested in a masculine identity uh, and like having things in your butt, those two things are not mutually exclusive. They're like peanut butter and jelly. They fucking rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah maybe it's like a crisis of identity on her part. She's like, damn, mm. that felt so good. I don't know what to do now. What's that mean about me? Yeah. Mm. It, no, because uh, you know that she was she clearly really wanted to try this mm-hmm. was was asking for quite a time and this seemed like a very planned out thing. Um, it could be something like you're suggesting, Ashante, where maybe it's like she's kind of discovered this dominant identity uh, in the bedroom and she's like, oh, I'm into this. But it's like when you first discover these things, I feel like that could kind of shift your perspective on things, maybe without you even realizing it, and. Uh, all to say it's possible she's just kind of discovered something new here but i i can't imagine she would be intentionally doing that with you with just like call like i guess i'm asking do we think it's possible this could be something kind of ambiguous and maybe you're just reading into it uh because this was a new thing and and maybe feeling anxious about it hmm. i i didn't want to go there because they they specifically said uh, I don't think it's in my head I'm pretty confident um, but I you know I don't want to shut a listener down but I do think that a lot of this has to do with perception that maybe you are feeling a certain way about how everything went down and you interpreted something she did as as that so I I'd, you know if if you've really thought about that um, then maybe, you know, I'm talking out of my ass, but I think if you just said, no, I'm, I'm confident it's not in my head. She did that. And you just dismiss the idea that it could have been a perception based thing Then I think you should revisit that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I, and, and I'm the same boat. It's just one of those things where sometimes, and I, I don't, I don't mean this to, to talk down or anyway, I do the exact same thing. 
But it's sometimes you can be like, okay, you can reason this out. This isn't in my head. You can really lay it out. But sometimes you just kind of miss a piece or something. Um, so I just, I just encourage you to like reflect on that part a bit of it and just make sure that isn't it. Uh, cause this is going to require like, doesn't have to be a big mean confrontation, but it is going to require you to do something like saying, pointing to an example and being like, Hey, this made me kind of feel like emasculated and disrespected. And what, you know, what, I don't know. I don't, maybe you didn't intend it like that, but like, that's just where I'm coming from, you know? And, and kind of see what the response is there. Hey, babe, I really don't like the way that you uh, pushed me down the stairs and made me lick your feet. It was not, made me feel a little <laughs> less manly. <laughs> like, it's just, I'm imagining a scenario where she just goes like full on fucking like power dom and gets really mean about it. And then he's like, I feel like she has a little less respect for me. Right. She's wearing a lot of leather lately. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it, it, it's, it is tough because a lot of times it can be murky with these things and especially, you know, when you're involved with it, but like the ultimate outcome of this, if if you don't like the way you're being treated and is, it is something intentional that she's doing, then like, I mean, that'll come out through this conversation and it might be something that needs to end, but just, I, I, if I had to bet on this, I would guess this is more of a misunderstanding um, or misreading, you know, because if just if you've been together nine years, you have a healthy enough sex life that you were, you know, willing to to try this thing for her that she's interested. You're not you're not so into. Um, it just would seem strange for things to turn sour suddenly like that. Yeah, I mean, there's always the option of just doing a complete like power play, flip it one day, and just be overly. <laughs> Like whatever this person considers manly in the bedroom and see mm. how the partner reacts to that and then be like, you know, just wanted to let you know who was the man. <laughs> I've got the field dough now. Well, I that's what I was gonna say. Here's what you do. You put the bulb that like hangs the field dough from from the kegled uh vagina, you put that in your butt, and then you have two dicks now. And you and you DP her. That's definitely <laughs> incredibly manly. Two dicks? What? <laughs> Double the man. That's twice as many dicks. <laughs> I th- um, I think that's the best answer. I think you got to become Double Dick Man, your new Dom <laughs> alter ego. And you got to turn the tides on this one. Uh, can I give some some quick hits on like how to make Fieldo use more effective? Because I think that this might be useful as well. Because you said you were neutral about the sensation. And to me, there ain't nothing neutral about having something on my butt. It's fantastic. Um, So a lot of it has to do with angle. Like figure out where your prostate is. If you go into the butt, so like if you're in a standing position, you go into the butt and you find it, it's on the, like the bottom. Wait, how do I have it? Wait, hold on. Reorient that butt. I got to reorient my butt. So, like, you go in, and it's sort of, like, behind where your cock and balls are, and you find it. It feels, it's a little walnut-sized gland, and you're going to feel, like, pressure. It's going to feel like you have to pee when you find it. You go in there digging around in your butt, you go, and you find that. And then you find the angle on the fieldo where the tip of the fieldo hits your prostate. And then you are going to beat the shit out of your walnut with this fieldo. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to feel advice. great. Uh, the other other thing I can recommend, uh, 
So the Fieldo is a strapless strap-on, right? But it can actually benefit quite a bit from having a ring harness. So you wear one of those and you run the phallus of the Fieldo through the ring and it gives a lot more stability and it gives her more options for uh, penetrating you because the Fieldo is, without the strap, best used uh, in a in a cowgirl position, not to emasculate you further, but that's what that position's called. <laughs> Cowman. Um, cowman. Cowman. <laughs> yes. Cow gent. How to cow man. Um, it seems like from an alternate history, Wild West, and they called him Cowman. It's yes. the cowboy. That's the signal that you're in the parallel universe. Uh, yeah. So get a ring strap. Uh, let her beat up that walnut. I love good that. times. Holy, holy second, all of that cosine. <laughs> Hell yeah. By a real ass sex educator. Fuck yes. <laughs> He's doing it, folks. But no, that's that's detailed information on the field though. I've I've heard of those things and have, have seen one. Um but uh appreciate the, the appreciate the, the walkthrough on how to properly feel field though. They're pretty good. Pretty good. I like them a lot. <laughs> And yeah, I mean that's that's where the enjoyment, uh, you know, for folks with a penis comes with the butt stuff is hitting that P spot, and it can take some time to find it. So if you, we're kind of neutral, and it's got the potential to be better, maybe give it another shot once you work through these things. And if you yeah. can make her come for a solid ten minutes by doing this, then I think right? that's like, worth it. Let's take a second to like applaud that. That was amazing <laughs> yeah. when, I, when you were reading it's that. I was cool. like, what? Ten minutes? <laughs> yeah. Good work, no, I girl. I feel like her life, like her world was rocked. Her life changed and she's just working through it. Yeah, that's the other thing <laughs> yeah. I was going to say. Imagine the power that comes with being able to come for 10 solid minutes. Yeah. Like there's this thing I can do that makes me feel the best I've ever felt in my life for a solid 10 minutes. Unfathomable. <laughs> yeah. We should all be so lucky. Well, very impressed. How. Yeah. <laughs> and to any other listener out there who wants to come for 10 minutes, here's your tutorial. Put the episode on during sex. It'll really heighten the mood. I'm going to email Fieldo and get a promo code. That'd be yes, pretty cool. We should, we should fucking... Everybody's yeah. way. <laughs> we just, we'll just send out Fieldos as like part of a gift basket to people. That sounds it's great. Like that is the and, gift uh, basket I not only deserve, but need. <laughs> <laughs> Make the contact, Arthur. We, they got to uh, contact we, us. I'm we find need this it. partnership to happen. Well, thank you for sending your question in, and I really hope this works out, because that, that just doesn't sound like that's got to be a stressful situation on top of everything else. So we really hope it, it works out for you. Yeah, and send uh, a follow-up. Please do. Please do. Be very, be very curious, but uh, like I, I got a good feeling. I, I think you'll be all right. I also want to follow up to whether or not you followed Arthur's advice. So just throwing that out there, <laughs> I think we all. Oh yeah. <laughs> write your, write your three-page paper on what you learned uh, on the field, though. Any new techniques you may have discovered, all these sorts of things for extra credit. <laughs> good times. Back to back to Reddit questions. Arthur, what do we got over there? How do man, how do you politely ask him to shut the fuck up? 
I-20F know this guy, 23M, who is my friend's friend. I'm not close to him or anything. Hello is the most I ever, uh, most I say if I ever see him. I don't like him at all. He is the most self-obsessed, narcissistic, egotistic person I have ever seen. He knows he's super good looking and hot. I'm pretty sure he knows what I think of him, but that doesn't stop him from saying stupid things like yesterday at a wedding, uh, a friend's mother thought we were dating, to which I said, no. But his stupid ass said, wait, we're not in a super serious tone. The mother probably thought I was lying. The entire night, he called me his GF, which I found super inappropriate. I told him to stop, which he said he was sorry, but after a while, he called me that again. This is just one example of how irritating he can be. However, I don't want to get my friends involved in this. Is there any nice way that I can ask him to shut up? I'm in no mood to cause any drama. TLDR, how to nicely ask this guy to shut up. Posted by Krusty Krab 73. Fuck. That's annoying as hell. I don't know how to do it politely. I'd be like, hey, uh, can you do me a big favor? And he goes, uh, yeah, what is it? And you go, can you fucking kill yourself? Like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> this fucking guy sucks. I hate him. I hate him based on this description. I'm not. I'm not a big fan either. I feel like everybody's met this dude at some point. There's there's the guy who's pretty conventionally attractive, and they know it, and they're way up their ass about it, and they feel like they can do no wrong. And so he probably is like, thinks he's flirting with, he's doing you a favor, he's flirting with you. He's like, she's gonna love when I keep calling her my GF for some reason. And clearly he didn't. And uh, you've got every right to be irritated, that's fucking obnoxious. You told him to cut it out, and, and he has continued... So I don't, I don't know if you need to factor in nicely into this because this guy's not being nice. He's being an asshole. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was just about to say. Like, what makes uh, what makes her feel like she has to be polite? Nothing in this situation up to this point has been polite in any way. Right. So no. is it like to save the relationships with the other friends? Because this person's not her friend. Right. So... Don't and I, don't be polite. <laughs> no, and I can't imagine like because if, if a person like this, this it isn't typically a one-off thing. So if somebody's that obnoxious, they're usually always that obnoxious. That particular brand. So your friends probably have had some encounters with this too. Maybe they understand too. Um, I, I like I do understand kind of the social group anxiety though, where it's like. You don't want to stir stuff up, but it's, it's better than having to deal with this jackass. I I have often wondered this. Uh, is it gauche to let someone know when they're being gauche? You know what I mean? Like, how rude is it to let somebody know when they suck? Like, they're doing the bad thing. Does that make you bad to let them know that they're doing a bad thing? And I don't, th- I don't think that's the case. No. I think... Uh, Maybe other people who have been affected by this guy's, uh, you know, horse shit will, like, hear you pipe up and be like, fuck yeah, good. Right, start a rain or a waterfall where everyone just starts laying in on him. <laughs> like, you know what, by the end, you do, you fucking suck, man. <laughs> by the end of it, you're all just, like, kicking his ribs into the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> this dude was just like, oh, this- I, was, I just thought everybody was my GF who was genuine. Like, maybe he was like, wait, are we not? Maybe he's 
completely delusional and has been convinced that he's just dating <laughs> he's everybody. Just dating everyone. <laughs> and then a polycule so with Earth. Uh, the the only other thing is just like the thing I would not want. To, if your goal here is just kind of to minimize minimize the irritation and and just annoyance and bad feelings from this, do we think it would be possible to just completely stonewall this guy and ignore him, or do we think that's not going to do anything? Hmm. Because I mean, that depends on the person, but. I just, if somebody was, you know, I feel like if you just kind of stonewalled them, I don't know. Some people need to be told off before they fuck off, though. I I mean, it hasn't stopped him up to this point, it sounds like. Like, um, this girl being like, no, we're not together. And then being like, what? What? I don't know. Just like go on a long, like, you know what, baby? Where's the fucking child support? <laughs> just anytime he does it in person, be like, what about the kids? Just make this whole elaborate fake life together until he's like, okay, I don't want to mess with this person anymore. Interesting. Heighten Roll the into bit. his place of work and, and demand the child support and go the fuck <laughs> off and he will never fuck with you again. Start garnishing his wages until he tells the <laughs> Yeah. And you get he- some cool money out of it. Heighten the bit in a way that makes him look shitty. Mm-hmm. That's a really good. That's a really good move. I like that a lot. That's and it's, it's just kind of fun too. I feel like there'd be a little bit of like satisfying. You get a little victory out of this, you know. Um, but it, it's it, it also just kind of comes down to how you read the situation and and what you're comfortable with. I know you don't want to get your friends involved too, but it can definitely if you have somebody you're close with, it could help to like bring this up to them. Maybe they've had similar experiences, that, that kind of thing. Cause I, I don't know. I, every, every, everybody has dealt with this in, in some way. And, um, just having, you know, people around you having solidarity with you, even if they're not going to talk to the guy, it just helps knowing you have people backing you up. Totally true. Sorry. I was hitting the vape. <laughs> we caught a mid cloud folks. <laughs> like <laughs> i don't know if i have much more in this like uh you know because you don't want to make a scene you don't want to come off bad in this and like i i have run into dudes like this that you know the self-obsessed narcissistic egotistic good-looking super hot guy uh you know lord help me there is nothing worse in this world than a confident straight white man uh <laughs> Uh, so it could always backfire on you because these are the kind of dudes that everyone's like, oh, what? You don't like fucking Kevin? Like, no, <laughs> Dude, Kevin's. Kevin- gee, have you heard his girlfriend routine? Yeah, Kevin's a total fucking dild, and you guys are wrong for liking him, <laughs> bro. Whoa, Kev, <laughs> you don't like bro- Kev? He always hits me in the nuts when we see each other. It's so funny. I love <laughs> so- Kev. <laughs> Yeah, that does sound familiar. Fucking Kev, man. He's the best. Yeah. Ugh, Kev. Yeah. I'm so sorry that you have to deal with a Kevin. <laughs> poor, yeah. poor, poor person. An extremely good uh, term for that going forward, too. Kevins. This yeah. guy's a Kevin. We've seen a lot of Kevins on this show. Yep. Wrangled a lot of Kevins out there on the range. 
We certainly on the, on the old calf ranges. We certainly have. Is that with the uh, the cow men wrangle. Yeah. <laughs> Those wild Kevin's. <laughs> They're roaming free. There's just one sprinting like bro, bro. <laughs> oh, we got like beer bongs oh, light up the along range. the fence with Natty Light. <laughs> or the Come here, Kevin. Stacy's go play. <laughs> Jesus, um, I, I, well, I think we solved the question part of it. Ashanti, did you yeah, have anything else on this one? <laughs> yeah, just hit him in the balls. There we go. Yeah, yeah become the Kev yourself. Out Kev the Kev. <laughs> Pop your fucking collar. <laughs> good times. Good, good times. And it will be good times once you fucking shut this dude down and don't, don't have to deal with his annoyance anymore. And we wish you luck with that. We also wish luck upon this next question asker. And they wrote this. I, 22F, am starting to resent my girlfriend, 23F, of two years. I just needed to get this off my chest because it's making it hard to sleep at night. My girlfriend lives in a poor country in Europe and I live in the U.S., I was completely in love with her when we first met and overlooked some things I probably should not have. Stupid, yes, I know. We've been together for two years and have met in person for anyone skeptical. Well, to put it simply, I hate that she spends my money. When we first got together, I was aware that she was struggling, and I felt so bad I offered to give her some cash for food and other necessities. I wouldn't say I regret this decision, but I do feel like a moron for doing so, because now it's become a regular routine that I give her money every month. If I don't give her money, she will go without eating for days. She doesn't work because school takes up the majority of her time, and jobs aren't as available where she lives. And I'm afraid to stop giving her money because I'm worried about her struggling. On the other hand, it irritates the fuck out of me when she spends my money And I even feel bad typing that because I've been suppressing it for so long. In addition to this, she has four annoying cats. Ooh. Mm. Don't say the bad thing about the cat. That Uh -uh. she can never Uh afford food or litter for. But she won't get rid of them because she loves them and I feel bad asking her to do so. I'm aware that I'm too young to have someone else depending on me. And that makes me feel bad every day for even allowing myself to get into this situation. I'm still in love with her, and I don't want to break up. I'm very frustrated, and it's starting to make me less affectionate towards her, because it's always in the back of my mind. I lost my job in June, so we've essentially been quote-unquote sharing, she spends most of it, my monthly benefits from school as I am also in college. I'm aware that I'm an idiot for not having set any boundaries, and this situation has taught me how badly that can affect a relationship. I would like to cut her off from spending my money, but I do not know what the alternative would be for her once I do that. And the guilt would probably make me feel worse. Help. TLDR, my girlfriend is a financial leech and it's draining my bank account and my spirit. How do I cut her off without hurting our relationship or her feelings? And that was posted by Intuitive Banks. Dang, Intuitive Banks. I mean, that's a pickle. Yeah, the minute money enters anything. It's going to be tricky to not hurt feelings. Because the minute you give it to her, it's her money. She's not spending your money. It's her money now. Right. (laughs) 
and it's know. it's it's extra tough in a situation like this where there's like there's immediate consequences to this. You are this person's lifeline, but it's and it 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 sounds kind of callous to say, but like you're not. You shouldn't be that. It's unhealthy as it stands. And like, this is going to have to end at some time. If you want to preserve the relationship, I would, I would do that now and just explain to her what your concerns aren't here. Cause there's a lot of valid concerns. Yeah. Or maybe also looking for like resources in, uh, the question or the country wasn't mentioned, right? Uh, just a continent. Yeah. Okay, just so. somewhere in Europe. Well, obviously they know what the country is. So looking for resources, like, um, any aid supports i know here in vegas like we have a crisis hotline that people can access um several food banks community resources that offer like temporary rental support uh, food support things like that so maybe if you want to release that uh, responsibility on your end maybe front loading your partner with resources that are available where she's living in order to be like hey you know my account's dwindling, but I found this for you locally to help out. There, there are even places that like give out free um, pet food. Yeah. So uh, that's one way to do it in a kind way that's not as harmful possibly to the relationship. Very good point. I mean, I was just going to tell them to start rock climbing together. I didn't have anything <laughs> for this one. <laughs> That's a really good and insightful answer. Yeah, it's a. I think it's about finding other ways for her to get the support that she needs. Uh, it, it doesn't say that she like works. No, yeah, right. a- it says jobs are hard um, in that country, and then also that uh, the person here is just going off of like financial aid, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's the impression I was getting, which I imagine is not a whole lot. And like, you know, uh, oftentimes that might not be enough to to be a surviving off of by yourself. And that's that's clearly not cool. Um, Ashanti, I liked I liked all your suggestions there because I feel like a, a lot of folks who kind of get into the situation um, it can often be pretty linked to depression and just all mm. these things pile up and you just get exhausted and it's impossible to act on it. And she, as long as she has this money coming in, there's there's nothing really to force her to change that. Not to say that's what you want to do, because like it's it, just being cut loose, go figure this out. That's also going to end disastrously, I would imagine. Sure. Um, so I think just putting those suggestions up there and helping her get in the right direction, that's just kind of taking a step out of the process. That That would definitely help take off some of the blow and show like, I care about you. This isn't... You know, me not caring about you, this is just something I can't do anymore, and I want to find an alternative. I'm in support of this. It sucks, though. That's such a... Someone's uh, like, suckling the teat, you gotta stick that uh, that finger in there to, like, break the seal. (laughs) Get out of there! (laughs) You know, but, like, hand them a bottle. (laughs) That tickled me. (laughs) <laughs> uh do you know what else tickles me what's that the end of the program tickles me oh, wow we have arrived no, no, no. No, no, no. 
Uh, Ashante, you want to tell us uh, where people can find you online and uh, maybe plug some pluggables in the area? Yeah, of course. People can find me. Um, I run the youth programming page over at the center. So that's at Q-V-O-L-U-T-I-O-N-L-V, Q-Volution L-V. And we are actually hosting a Youth Thanksgiving coming up. And that is providing free meals to young folk from 13 to 24 and their families. Uh, Of course, in the time of COVID, we normally host it in person and everyone eats. It's a nice communal dinner. But right now, because of the climate that we're in, we're doing a pickup so folks can register and pick up meals and then take them home to eat with friends or family. And that is a free meal for anyone who falls within that age group. (laughs) And yeah, that's really exciting. We are accepting donations for that. And the link for all of that is also through our Instagram, which is again at Qvolution LV. Good times. Well, thanks again, Ashante for coming on uh, and for the work you do and and, uh, sharing some of your expertise with us. We really appreciate it. Yeah, no, I really appreciate y'all for providing this opportunity. And of course, for also um, funding meals. So the kids are going to really appreciate that. Thank you. Hell yeah. We're glad to hear it. Yeah. Happy to help. Uh, Our intro song is the song Hanging On by the band Knower. You can find their music at knowermusic.bandcamp.com. And our outro song is the song Stephanie by the Hayfellows. You can find them at instagram.com slash the Hayfellows or on Spotify. You got to type in three different words, and those words are the Hayfellows. Uh, I've been doing, so I've been doing the, the, my outro thing, the thing that I do every episode. I've been doing it the same way for a little while, and I feel like I'm, I'm getting a little stale, so I'm going to try a new, <clears throat> try a new way to do this. Uh, so instead Let's of, see. instead of getting right up here, I'm going to go back here. Bro. I love you. Thanks. Bye. Oh, good change up.